Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, an unconventional podcast for the unconventional musician. This podcast is brought to you by Music on the Move Studios, a woman-led company working to help musicians move their careers forward through education and live events. I am your host, Katie Thompson, and today we have Meg Williams on the show. She's a blues artist out of Nashville, Tennessee, originally from Rochester, New York. And in our last episode, we had Mark Abrams, producer-engineer, who talked about what it means to have the right team in studio with you. Well, now we're going to catch the flip side of this and... Meg is going to talk to you about the artist perspective about having the right team in studio. She is working on her next album right now called Live and Learn, and she is independently releasing it with two producers that she really, really enjoys working with. And she'll talk about that dynamic. She'll also talk about some of the other cool things that she's been doing down in Nashville, playing with Jenny Teeter and a bunch of other cool cats. Throughout this podcast today, I'm going to splice in her new single, Live and Learn. So make sure that you stay tuned to the end of the podcast. You'll uh, be able to get the download link from the show notes. So without any further ado, here is Live and Learn by Meg Williams. Welcome, friends. Today on Paradox Jukebox, I have Meg Williams with me. How are you doing, sweetheart? Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for for coming on and and doing this episode and uh, just being your lovely, lovely self. Um, (laughs) So uh, we have the the showcase coming up at Marathon Music Works next week, and you will be in the backing band, uh, the Hellcats, correct? Yes, yep. Awesome. So, uh, how many times have you actually played in the backing band? Do you remember? Um, I think this will be my fifth time, fourth or fifth time. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. I think, I think before COVID it was one or two times and then it's been, I believe two times. Yes. So this is either my fourth or fifth time. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So much fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about what the experience is like to be a Hellcat and, you know, the, the whole, whole shebang that it takes to, to actually be in the backing band. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a really fun experience because you get to play with other amazing female artists, uh, both in the backing band and the artists that we are backing up. 
And so I've gotten to meet some really amazing people and hear some really great music. And um, I'm very thankful to get to play on a lot of these songs, too. So, yeah, it, and uh, having the experience to play both Exodus and now Marathon Music Works. So, yeah, it's it's really fun, really cool experience uh, working with, with everybody there. So, yeah. Fantastic. So can you talk a little bit about like, you know, because there's always new artists uh, with a very vast, you know, genre uh, grouping. Like there's, depending upon what show you're at, it might be a little country heavy or it could even be pop heavy. Like this last one that we did was very dark pop rock. Mm-hmm. So nice. is it like, do, do you like being able to change it up like that? Is it is it cool for you or is it kind of nerve wracking? Um, I think it's cool. I mean, I definitely have like my styles that I primarily play with my own group and with other groups, but I really enjoy it. I enjoy so many different types of music. So it's fun for me to get to uh, play some stuff that I don't normally get to play. So, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So uh, I've been, you know, I've been following you and, and Jenny Teeter. You guys had a residency at BB uh, King's for a bit, didn't you? We did. We did. Yeah, we played there. Uh, I believe it was every Monday night for, for a little while. Cool. Was it like three months or something like that? It was, yeah, it was about three and a half months. Awesome. Um, yep, up until December there. That's cool. So what, yeah. was, what was that experience like? Oh, it was awesome. I mean... To be able to play that venue and that stage, and uh, just in, in being downtown, I mean, I love I love being in downtown Nashville to play BB King's. So, uh, yeah, it was just very inspiring, really exciting, um, great stage and, and great sound, and we always had a good time there. So, That's yeah, cool. I I loved it. That's cool. I actually don't think I've even stepped foot into BB King's yet. It's Ooh. just it hasn't been something that I've had the opportunity to do. Um, yeah, but you guys, you also played at Bourbon Street too, right? Yeah, so we've been playing at Bourbon Street uh, uh, for the past couple of months now, or about two months now. Um, yeah, and that's—I mean—that's probably one of my favorite venues to play ever. I, I love that place. It's just such a cool stage and uh, really cool vibe in there. So yeah, definitely, definitely check it out if you haven't. Yeah, that I whenever people ask, like, you know, where should we go if we're down in Nashville? My first (laughs) my first recommendation is Bourbon Street Boogie and Blues because they they only have the very best talent. And which is obviously why they had you and Jenny there. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So, Meg, you're working on a brand new album, right? I am. Yeah, I've actually been recording with uh, two good friends of mine, Terry Goose Downing and Tom Del Rossi right here in Nashville. And uh, actually, over over the quarantine, I did a lot of writing. Uh, I spent some time back in Western New York, where I grew up. And just I think being in that different environment and everything just inspired so many new songs. So I came back with all kinds of songs and uh, showed them to, to Terry Goose Downing and and he loved them. And we just started recording them and it's developed into this wonderful album and project that I'm so proud of. And it's really uh, it's a different sound than um, a lot of stuff I've released before. Um, it's more of a roots rock Americana, a lot of like Sheryl Crow influence and uh, Sean Colvin, Tom Petty, um, nice. and I'll be releasing the first single off of it, which will also be the title track, Live and Learn, on Friday, June 4th. Cool. Woo! Woo! So super excited about that. Um, 
And then a few weeks after that, towards the end of June, I'll be releasing the second single, Break My Rules. Cool. So, yeah, I'm super excited. Um, yeah, so a couple singles off the album will be coming out very, very soon. So Fantastic. stay tuned for that. <laughs> well, I think we can uh, we can get this episode aired on the 6th so that it's like right in line with your with your single release. That's cool. Yeah, awesome. Cool. So, so talk about the concept of, of the album, you know, where, where does live and learn come from? So, uh, that specific song live and learn is, uh, so I grew up in a very, a very small town and like, and I spent a lot of time this summer back in that small town, but with a very different mindset and with a lot of new and different experiences, um, under my feet that I, certainly didn't have when I was when I was living there full time. So it was really interesting for me to go back to where I grew up. But now I've been touring, I've been living in a city and just so much different and to, to walk along like the streets and everything I knew from growing up, but with all these new experiences. Um, and just just reflecting on myself, like uh, a lot of the lyrics are like, I never knew I grew up to be um, a woman on the run. Like I never thought I'd be, you know, chasing something or touring and certainly never <laughs> driving in a big city. That was a big one for me. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, the, uh, I, I still vividly remember a lot of the, the roads, uh, that made me nervous to drive on. And now I'm like, what, how did that, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So just kind of thinking back, like, wow, I never knew I'd be, you know, <laughs> jumping on in and going for it and doing a lot of things that, uh, like moving to Nashville. Um, and I, I moved down here about five years ago. I didn't know anyone, uh, just kind of went for it and I'm so glad I did. And a lot of the theme of that specific song is, uh, I, I don't want to spend my life not knowing. I would just rather go for it, you know, and yeah. try something new, something crazy and, and go for it because I would rather do that. And maybe it doesn't work out than, than to not know it all. And I'm very thankful that it has been working out. It was the best decision of my life, but, <laughs> but reflecting, but reflecting on that, like, Hey, I, let's go for it. Let's try it. You know? So, yeah. um, so yeah, kind of that specific song. There's a lot of um, other themes throughout the album, uh, but yeah, the overarching song of just like growing and living and learning and um, yeah, reflecting on where I am now from where I was even just five years ago. I never thought I'd be doing a lot of stuff that I am doing. So, um, yeah, that's fantastic. So so what was the catalyst in, in you deciding to move to Nashville five years ago? So it was something I always not always, but it was something that I had been thinking about for, for a while. I visited, I lo fell in love with it down here. Um, I, I was living in Rochester, New York for about five or six years at the time. And I loved it up there. Um, and I still love it up there, but I was just ready for, for something new, something different. And, um, so, but after visiting Nashville, I'm like, Oh, this is the place this, <laughs> you know, this is where I want to be. And, I loved all the people and the opportunities that, that Nashville provided. And I was just kind of waiting for everything to line up and kind of get that, you know, burst of um, <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to do it. Now's the time. And, uh, and 
so so thinking back to that my internship ended my job ended a, a relationship ended like kind of everything ended at the same time and I'm like hey now's, now's the time, the time. <laughs> like time to do it like my lease ended so it was everything really found the place and um like a, a spot in an apartment down here opened up so I'm like wow like it just all kind of lined up you know um so I just did it. I'm like, all right, this is, I chose the day and <laughs> just decided that was, uh, it was, I believe, July 24th. Uh, so I'm coming up on five years here pretty soon. That's cool. Um, yeah. So just everything kind of lined up and it, it was, it was meant to be, but, uh, yeah, I still go up to Rochester about, uh, every summer or so and, and play a few shows around the area. And I, I love going back there. So I'm very, very thankful for, for my time up there and, um, I'm also very happy I decided to go for it. I love it down here. So <laughs> That's awesome. So let me ask you this. What would you say to, to an artist who's, who's thinking about, you know, taking that next step and going to Nashville, you know, that maybe they might be a little bit scared about it? Because, I mean, I mean, that's yeah. a huge move, like going from, you know, your oh, home yeah. state to a state that, you know, you have no family, you have no friends. Like, that's a big move. So what would it you say to somebody really in that is. position? Yeah, and I've lived in New York my whole life, and I really, I didn't tour until I came down here. So, so doing something like this was so drastic and big for me. Um, so I guess my biggest thing is uh, just, you know, just do it, just go for it. Like, um, it's, it's kind of scary. It's kind of thrilling. It's super exciting, you know, just go for it. And I forced myself when I came down here, since I didn't know, um, really anyone, only very few people. Um, and, and that was still even distantly knew them. Um, I, I made myself research ahead of time, like, Hey, where's the good open mics? Where's the good hangs, this and that. And I made myself go out every night upon arrival just to like force myself to go out by myself to a bar and just meet some people go some open mics are great places to meet people because it's it's a lot of new people also trying to meet people so you kind of have something in common already like (laughs) uh, which is which is wonderful and just the more you do it you're going to start seeing some of the same people and then you're going to start being friends with them um but just putting yourself um putting yourself out there and um, it might feel a little scary at first, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to get at it. And then boom, it's just going to be eventually, you know, second nature, but you meet so many good connections doing that. So I guess like one of the best things for me was just constantly showing up and putting myself out there, um, and, and just meeting as many new people as I could, you know, each night. And, um, cause that led to, uh, friendships that I still have today some of my best friends I met in that you know first first couple of weeks that I moved here and um and some of the connections I had uh some of the places I play I met you know uh from from going out and just keep showing up and keep showing up and um supporting and I think that's one of the best things you can do is you know just just be a nice supportive person and keep showing up and you'll meet people and you'll things will start lining up for you. Well, and they say that, you know, Nashville is, is a 10 year town and it seems like you, you've turned it into much less than that because within, (laughs) you know, really within the first couple of years that you got to Nashville, I mean, you started getting some cool shows, like you're playing (laughs) festivals, you know, okay, well, pre COVID, like you were playing festivals (laughs) all the time, right? Yeah. Thank you. Um, and 
I was, I've always, and I still, I, I never like to say, a lot of people do say it's a 10-year town, but I like to avoid that because if you get it in your head that it is a 10-year town, like, you know, you're going to start kind of making excuse, or at least I would personally make excuses like, oh, that's okay. Like I've got time, but I like to push myself. kind of what are my goals for this year like oh I want to start touring out of state I want to start you know and so yeah just uh trying to just every day do something that's gonna do something for your career your connections and just keep on pushing yourself and do as much as you can yeah absolutely well and I think that's it's so important because you're right it's easy to make excuses and say well Mm -hmm. you know I've got time to you know do this later I won't do it right now I mean it's I know I would do that so (laughs) I try to avoid (laughs) personally yeah no might as well gotta go for it right now you know yeah absolutely well (laughs) the the more you push you know the the more that you know opportunities open up to you Mm -hmm. so you know uh if you could like talk about you know um, the, the international blues challenge that you were part of. And then you also mm-hmm. did the women in blues. Like that was down in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was down in Memphis. Um, that is one of the most exciting weeks, the international blues challenge. It's usually, um, at the, I believe at the end of January, beginning of February, uh, a very <laughs> cold time of year down yes. there, but, <laughs> but it is so much fun. People from all over the world come and, uh, you just meet so many amazing musicians from so many different countries and cities. And uh, and I was um, very thankful to get to compete with the Kentucky Blues Society. Uh, I believe it was 2019. Yeah. And then I was also uh, a house band director for 2019 and 2020. It was uh, about a month before uh, everything kind of shut down. They were able to have it. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm, so much time has passed. Like, do you, do you ever do that? I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. year are we on? Yeah, you got to um, think about it like, wait, how much time yeah, have I wait, lost? How much time is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so I'm so thankful that I got to do that. It's it's really just you meet so many incredible artists. And um, I was thankful to. So with the house band, uh, several of the artists, um you know, travel there alone. So we would learn their music and back them up or they would just need a guitarist or they would just need a drummer. So it was kind of um, helping to provide them with what they needed for their set. Cool. And it, it was just a really exciting about 
five hour long show and showcase at Alfred's on Beale. And yeah, it was so exciting. And uh, I just love it down there. Memphis and Beale Street is really inspiring, and um, especially during that week. Yeah, for sure. I actually haven't been down to uh, to Beale Street yet. So the, the only the only part of Memphis that I've seen that I've seen is actually Graceland, and that's about it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, gotta get down to Beale Street. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So, okay, so you you're not just a great songwriter, but you're also a fantastic guitar player. And uh, thank you. yes, absolutely. Well, and it's you know it's not very often that we see like really really strong female guitarists, and so I was kind of hoping that maybe you could you know, maybe shine a light a little bit on, you know, what you did as a guitarist to like really better your skills, like, you know, the types of things that you practiced or the types of things that you listen to. Yeah. Um, I mean, I constantly listen to music and all different types of music. Um, and especially if you're learning something, just, I put it on repeat, you know, (laughs) over and over and over. And, uh, just, I think one of the best things that I've done is just like surround yourself as much music and live music and incredible players as you can, like going to the jams here. Um, you know, you, you practice yourself on your own time and you learn different songs and different solos and different skills, but um, putting them into action is, you know, just as important, if not more important. Um, so forcing myself to uh, go to so many different jams around town and get up on stage with, really incredible players and learn from them and uh it really pushes you so you know you take those skills you learn in your bedroom and you bring them out to the jam and um over the course of four or five years my playing has grown so much from doing that um just in seeing videos from where i was about five years ago to now and that's one of the biggest things is just just keep going those jams uh did so much for me because you're surrounded by these you know amazing players and you learn from them and uh kind of you know see what they're doing watch what they're doing and they might inspire you to do something different in your playing and and you just grow and then you know things you you find out about your playing you need to go home and work on you know and um and it's just kind of a cycle like that like in each time it's you know you do a little bit more and then you learn a little bit more. And so that's, and then, you know, you do that for years and you get better and better. So that's one of the, the best things that's helped my playing is uh, doing the jams. For sure. Yep. Yeah. I, can, I can definitely identify with that. I think, you know, doing some of the jams that I've, that I've done down in Nashville, mm-hmm. it was, it was really cool because, you know, hopping on stage with people you've never met before in your life. I mean, it's, it feels so different than, you know, playing with the, you know, your band or playing with people that you've known for years. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really, it pushes you. It really does. It absolutely does. And, um, especially when you, when you get up there and, you know, if it's a song you've never heard before, you don't know, like, Oh, you gotta know it right now. You know, it pushes you to (laughs) kind of do some things or, uh, really, works like you know skills that that you've learned but it puts them into action so i personally have developed my skills so much from doing that yeah absolutely so let me ask you this so with you know with being in nashville the last five years and being around all these really amazing players now that you're working on this new album do you feel that a lot of what you've picked up from these jams is influencing you know maybe the way that you produce this album I think it's just like a big combination of 
my playing has grown. My songwriting has grown. Um, being surrounded by amazing players and also amazing songwriters. Um, and also, like, my, my musical interests. Like, I listen to so much music, but, you know, uh, one style of music that really got me interested in playing, especially electric guitar, was classic rock. So mm-hmm. um, that is always, you know, classic rock and southern rock. I just have always... Uh, you know, had a strong place in my, in my heart and in my interests. And, um, just listening to, to so much music, I think it's just a big combination of, uh, yeah, the jams and things that I'm hearing out and about and new music that I'm listening to and, uh, or revisiting Yeah, and yeah. And just, uh, the songwriters that I surround myself with and, and just having the time and space to, to create over the past year and just see, uh, I never like to force my songwriting to come out a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever happens, you know, I just let it, you know, yep. <laughs> let it come out. And, and these songs are what, what came out from that. Um, which is more of like a, like a roots rock, Americana rock, uh, kind of vibe. So, yeah. Yeah. That's big, cool. big combination. <laughs> I'm super stoked for that. I, I'm, you know, I, you, you and I have similar tastes in music, so I, I'm so excited to see what, what comes out of this album. So are you, are you pr- co-producing it with somebody or are you producing it yourself? So, uh, Terry Goose Downing and Tom Del Rossi are producing the album cool. and, um, yeah, and just the three of us have been working together and making a great team, and I'm super excited to to share it with the world. So when you're when you're in studio with them, can you talk a little bit about what that what that looks like? Because um, uh, we just did an episode where we had Mark Abrams on, and he's talking about you know like pitfalls to avoid when you go into the studio. So since you're an artist currently right now in the studio working on an album, you know maybe yeah. discuss a little bit of the process. Yeah. It's probably a little bit different of a process for me with this specific album because I was recording it with two good friends. So, you know, two friends that and I did a lot of the actual recording part at uh, Terry Goose Downing's house in his home studio. Mm -hmm. So we play together all the time. We write together. We hang out together. um, And so we were kind of just always together, super comfortable creating together as it was so to go to the studio to his home studio it was uh you know uh super comfortable and we just dive right in and um you know it it all depended on you know what we felt like working on that day and we never pushed anything too hard like maybe one day would be uh lead vocals on a track and harmonies and we knocked out um that song and then the next time would be guitar and vocals you know so it really uh we just kind of uh, work together and see how, you know, what we felt like working on for the day. Um, so it's a little bit different experience with this one um, because I was working on it with with friends that I that I have been creating with for a while. So I, I was already super comfortable in the studio. And um, yeah, I guess my biggest piece of advice is make sure you're working with people and in a studio that you felt that you feel comfortable with because I do my best work if I'm encouraged and um, comfortable and you know feeling good feeling excited and um, 
and that's how we did together. And I think this this music is coming out so wonderful because you can you can hear that and you can feel that in the playing and in the recording. Make sure you you work with people that are going to give you the right kind of atmosphere that you need to record in. Because um, I I know that not every studio is like that, but I know that I personally thrive best when I'm feeling really good and you know like really pumped and somebody in the room is like yeah you know that was the take so you know that's uh has been wonderful to work with them um I also record a lot with Taylor Leonardo in town and it's the same way with him so just being in those atmospheres where you feel like you can be your best and you know so that's that was my probably my biggest thing is you know whoever it is you're working with just make sure that they're there to to pump you up and excite you and uh be the best that you can be yeah no that's that's real i mean so many artists go into the studio and like you know you hear about people with these these sessions where it's like i spent 12 hours in the studio today and it's it's i don't think i could ever imagine doing that because that just that sounds exhausting to the point of like how how would i even make it vocally for 12 hours you know like I mean granted you wouldn't be recording all of your vocal tracks for 12 hours but that just I don't know how you would even exist the next day I I would just die in my bed yeah you'd be able to hear it and I mean we've been I mean we've been working on this album just like a little bit at a time for about a year now or not quite a year but uh, you know approaching nine ten months and but that's the thing is like we wanted to spread it out and make it just the best that it could be. And, uh, you know, so we might have a, a week where we we'd work on our, our vocals on a song or we'd have a guitar day. Um, but we never wanted to to pressure it. Um, so we would do, you know, a couple hours at a time and spread it out over several months. And it just, yeah, worked out great. So I'm super excited about it. That's so and cool. They're, they're just so talented and, so wonderful and i'm very thankful to to be working with them well that is fantastic congratulations friend this i i'm so excited for this album so um okay so you've got first single is coming out and that's the title track live and learn yes and then what was the second one again break my rules so that'll be at the end of june cool end of june all right so you guys heard it here first you need to go and follow meg and uh get ready for this album to come out i'm so so pumped for it so meg tell us where uh where can we find all of your music so megwilliamsmusic.com and um in all the music will be on all the streaming sites and you know sites for purchase and download uh when they come out but uh, you can find everything at megwilliamsmusic.com awesome fantastic and your tour schedule is there too right oh yeah everything's on there video music tour schedule fantastic go listen come see me (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you so much friend for coming on the show today i really appreciate it and super for having me yeah super stoked for everything that you're doing so it's been a pleasure friend oh so much fun
Thank you so much, Meg, for being on the show today. We appreciate you, dear. If you want to check her out, it's MegWilliamsMusic.com. Links will be in the show notes. Her new single, Live and Learn, is coming out soon, so make sure you go find it. You can find out more about us at MusicOnTheMoveStudios.com backslash Paradox Jukebox. My name is Katie. You can find me at KatieThompsonMusic.com. If you would please be so kind to leave me a review on the Spotify's or the iTunes or wherever you are finding this podcast, I would be grateful. Thank you so very much for listening in, my friends. And thank you to Miss Erin McClendon for this amazing theme song. We will check you all later. <laughs>